When I was small and they talked about love, I laughed. I laughed. And so my first love was love, love, love. I think that's what we all long for. We long to get back to our first moment of love. We might also call it joy. A reading life, a writing life. With writer and teacher Sally Bailey. Produced by Andrew Smith. at the moment in Oxford. The window panes are covered in little winter wonderlands. Tiny templates of trees inscribed in frost. The sunlight is dancing off the windows, pushing light through my kitchen window. It really does look as though somebody's drawn a winter wonderland on the bottom rim of my window. My hands are the coldest they've been for some time. The handle of this microphone is very cold indeed. So I think we'll be having lashings of tea. So back in bed with a cup of tea, very warming on the hands, the frost is melting on the window, turning into liquid. My frosty drawings are disappearing, feels as though Jack Frost came and inscribed his special artistic signature on the windows last night or early this morning. I'm sitting in bed reading Virginia Woolf's essay on being ill, where she prescribes poetry for those of us who have not been feeling well. Sit in bed and read poetry. When I was small and they talked about love, I laughed. I laughed. But I ran away. And I hid in a tall tree. Or I lay in asparagus beds and I laughed and I laughed. But I still listened. I still listened. The Child's Story by Elizabeth Jennings. The blue dome sang with the wildest birds. And the new sun sang in the idle noon. But then I heard love. I heard love. I wonder what we 
run from when we run from love. In Elizabeth Jennings' poem, the child is running from contact with others. Contact with the adult world he or she distrusts. He runs to nature, the tall tree, the asparagus beds, the blue dome, which I suppose is the sky, which sings with the wildest birds. There's a fleeing from contact. There's a lack of trust. There's distrust. There's a resistance of intimacy, of touch. And love makes the child afraid. So he hides behind the cypress trees, the deciduous chestnuts and oaks. The trees hold him. The trees, in some sense, in this poem are his first love. His first natural love. But then I heard love, 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 love rung from the steeples, each belfry rung. Love, love, love from the steeples, each Belfry rung, love, and I was afraid, I was afraid, and I watched the cypress trees join the deciduous chestnuts and oaks in a crowd of shadows, and then I shivered, I shivered and ran and ran and ran and shivered and ran to the tall white house with the green shutters and dark red and I cried, let me in, let me in, let me in, let me in, even if you must love me, let me in. And they came and lifted me up and told me the name of the near and the far stars. And so, and so, my first love was, my first love was, Let me in, even if you must love me. Why is it we're afraid of love? Why is it the small child in us runs away? Why is it that the child shivers and runs and runs to the tall white house with the green shutters and dark red door and cries, let me in, even if you must love me, even if you must love me? Why are we so afraid of love? Why are we so afraid of being lifted up by love? So that we can see and learn the names of the near and the far stars, those things we do not know without the help of love. Let me in, even if you must love me. The wariness of being loved, the wariness of that magnetic force that creates all kinds of tensions and confusions and misunderstandings and muddles. But nonetheless, nonetheless, gives the child a way of seeing the near and the far. Without that elevation, those arms coming up, 
they came and lifted me up and told me the name of the near and the far stars. Those arms, we presume they're adult arms, are the arms of knowledge, of the educator, perhaps of the teacher, perhaps of the parent. And so my first love was. I think that's what we all long for. We long to get back to our first moment of love. You might also call it joy. I think you can only experience joy if you feel trust in your environment and the child trusts the trees. The cypress trees, the deciduous chestnuts and the oaks. They crowd in on him and he's not afraid of them. I remember when I was a small child lying under the apple tree, the single apple tree in our rather barren garden and looking up at the sky and the clouds through the branches and thinking to myself, there is heaven, how do I get there? I didn't question, as I question now, the nature of happiness or joy, I just was. Was, I just was. The verb to be in the past tense, the past historic, it's the last word of Elizabeth Jennings' poem, and so my first love was. Already in the past, but also just being born, the beginning of a historic self, a self that they remember, the speaker of the poem, the child, the child that is now presumably an adult speaker, and behind the speaker, the poet. The beginning of historic consciousness, the beginning of inclusion within a world of feeling, within a world of attachment. I think there's a way in which the human mind begins to account for the time passing between this year and last year. The tip of one end of another unit of time, which we call a year, used to be constructed by the sun and the moon and the stars. The length of the day, the length of the night, the life of agriculture, of sowing seeds and waiting for them to germinate and bring forth produce. It's harder to live that way now. We tend to mark the year by our events, what we call events or happenings, circumstances. Too often they're things that have been difficult. This or that calamity, this or that accident, this or that mishap. Hmm, I wonder if we started to remember the year through declarations of love. How would that change things? When I was small and they talked about love, I laughed, I laughed, but I ran away and I hid in a tall tree or I lay in asparagus beds and I laughed and I laughed, but I still listened 
I still listened. The blue dome sang with the wildest birds, and the new sun sang in the idle noon. But then I heard love. I heard love. Love, love, love. Love rung from the steeples, each belfry rung. Love, love, love. And I was afraid, and I watched the cypress trees join the deciduous chestnuts and oaks in a crowd of shadows. Love, love, love. And then I shivered. I shivered and ran and ran to the tall white house with the green shutters and dark red door. And I cried, let me in, even if you must love me, even if you must love me, let me in. And they came and lifted me up and told me the name of the near and the far stars. Love, love, love. And so my first love was... Thank you for listening to A Reading Life, A Writing Life. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please like it, give us a review, or mention us to friends or on social media. Thank you.